episode is sponsored by Cocoon Weaver. Last night, I dreamt I was naked on a cruise ship being chased by Gwyneth Paltrow. She told me if I didn't drink her new collagen kombucha, <laughs> she was going to throw me overboard. What do you think that means? That's the best dream ever. I think it also means we're doing an episode about dreaming. I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon, and this is Self Care Club. The advice for self-care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women. Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week and report back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well-being or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club. spend one third of our lives asleep and we all dream several dreams a night. In fact, we have a hundred thousand dreams over our lifetime. Wow. I know. It's a lot, isn't it? It's a lot. We've all had dreams that felt have felt incredibly real, but then we wake up and we can't make any sense of them or we can't remember them at all. When we sleep, we let go of any conscious control over our thoughts and the unconscious mind can wander freely, which leads to our dreams. Sleep researchers have found that when we fall asleep our brains act in a similar way to an offline computer it is filing stuff away and updating sleep is absolutely vital for the functional running of the human body and also for your brain including your memory problem solving and attention lack of sleep can lead to dementia high blood pressure heart disease cancer premature aging weight gain and lowered immunity oof Go to bed earlier, woman. I know. We all go through different cycles of sleep during the night, but REM sleep is when you're most likely to dream. If people are repeatedly woken during periods of REM sleep, which means they are deprived of their dream time, they become anxious, irritable and stressed. Dreaming is essential for your emotional and psychological well-being. Therefore, although researchers don't actually know the reasons why we sleep, it's possible that one of the major reasons is to dream. Really? Yep. Dreams seem to fascinate us. Why we have them what they are and where they come from, if they are just random brain activity or a way of sorting out and filing away memories. But modern psychologists, scientists and sleep researchers believe dreams are far more than that. One theory is that dreams reveal hidden insights, wishes and truths about the dreamer. It's a dramatisation of your inner world. Another is that they help you process and accept difficult emotions to achieve emotional health. There is also the popular sleep on it theory that dreams are a source of creative inspiration and can help with problem solving. I'm a big believer in sleep on it. Are you? (laughs) What? I know, you're not. Um, I think I am more so... As I've gotten older, mm. and you've probably had more of an impact on that, of just like, have some patience, wait it out a bit, because mm. I never used to be like that. Mm. But I'm definitely better over the last couple of years. I always find the next day, things look and feel different. Because well, you're not so reactive yeah. to it. You're more yeah. responsive. Yes. Which is much better. And that can, you can only get to a response state with some time. Yeah. And distance. Yeah. Yeah. The majority of dream researchers today believe that dreams are not meaningless, but they are messages from our unconscious mind. And if we know how to interpret them, they can be powerful tools for personal growth. Your dreams reveal your deepest emotions and needs, and they're a way for you to experience an infinite range of feelings and situations with no actual danger to yourself. Whatever dreams are, it's agreed that dreaming is a positive thing. Research has shown that the more you remember and investigate your dreams, the better your creativity and problem-solving skills. And if you know how to interpret them, they can give you insight and be a source of guidance, healing, discovery, change and growth. So this week at the club, we're going to teach you how to capture and remember your dreams. Love it. So now we understand the importance of remembering and capturing our dreams. How do we go about doing it? Well, here are our top tips. Avoid screen time for at least an hour before you go to bed. Wake up a little bit earlier. You can set your alarm clock uh, 10 minutes earlier because that might interrupt a stage of REM sleep and then dreams are more likely to happen. Before you go to bed, set your intention to dream and keep still. If you wake up in the morning or when you wake up in the night, just stay in the same position and try and remember your dream. You might find that you doze off and re-enter the dream. 
write down or make a voice note of your dream straight away on waking or in the night. Some people prefer a voice recorder and you might find talking through your dream easier to do. And to help us record our dreams, we use the Cocoon Weaver app. It's a free app that's been created to combine audio notes with personalised overviews, intuitive access, sorting and ultimate privacy in order to help us connect to our ideas, our thoughts, our memories and in this case as an instrument to store dreams. So once you know how to remember your dreams and capture them you can then start to analyse the people who are involved, the mood, any colours or numbers whether it was in the past, present or future and how it ended but Teresa is going to tell us a lot more about that. Seeing the dream written down or playing back your voice notes will also help you make it easier for you to connect to your dream symbols to your waking life. See if you can figure out what your dreams are trying to tell you and what matters the most are the associations that resonate most with you personally. So just to tell you a little bit more about Cocoon Weaver as we said it's a free app and it harnesses the power of transcription they call it weaving which I is love quite it. cute I so love you it weave your dreams so you can sort out your ideas easily by using simple voice commands talking your thoughts out loud enhances your creative thinking it's a natural and quick way to take note of the moment and it enables you to remain more in contact with the world around you Cocoon Weaver offers a safe space to let go of your thoughts helping us gain clarity perspective and headspace you can instantly record and sort any idea or thought in a safe and private space total privacy transcription is kept on the device and nothing leaves the phone you just use simple voice commands to create or add to categories and you can also use siri shortcuts to access recording outside the app there's unlimited transcriptions too the interface is really simple so you don't need to fumble around making folders and as you will hear when we share our weeks you can listen to read edit and share any so we were able to just upload our dreams straight to James and he's able to play them through just like we normally do on any other week. It was so easy and simple and actually helped me to remember my... Honestly, it really helped me remember yeah. my dreams with a lot more clarity. Because there's a little cocoon that just it says dreams. Yeah. And you just press it or you can just use the Siri shortcut and then just go. And it's really pretty. Yeah. It's a really pretty, it well is pretty. designed. It's like the app. best way I could describe it is sort of like a sort of Pinterest for your thoughts. I love it. Pinterest feels exactly what it was. So it was a great app. So thanks very much to Cocoon Weaver for that. To help us with this week, we enlisted Teresa Chung. Teresa is a Sunday Times bestselling author and one of 32 women listed in the 100 most spiritually influential living people of 2023. She has a degree from King's College, Cambridge University, and is the author of The Dream Dictionary from A to Z, The Dream Decoder Card Pack, and The Premonition Code. Her latest title, Empower Your Inner Psychic, is out now. Teresa works closely with scientists researching consciousness and has contributed features about dream power to newspapers and magazines and is a frequent dream decoding guest and spiritual expert on ITV this morning and also hosts her own spiritual podcast White Shores. Teresa welcome to the club. Hello. Simple question to begin with. Does everybody dream? Yes. They just don't remember them. A lot of people wake up in the morning and they're so busy getting on with their day or they're dealing with a lot of stress or they haven't slept well and they just don't think about their dreams. It's just not thinking about your dreams is the reason why you can't recall them. So I'm hoping everyone listening to this episode tonight is going to have amazing dreams because you're drawing their attention to their dream world. And that's all your dreams want. They're longing for you to reconnect with them. They're desperate for your attention. Why are they desperate for our attention and why is it important for us to remember them? Because your dreams are your intuition. In other words, you could say soul. It's what your heart notices during the day that is important for your personal growth. But your ego, your logic and your reason just squashes it because it doesn't make sense. (gasps) Because, you know, during the day our conscious mind takes over and and rules, rules the game. Yeah. It sets the rules. But our heart is noticing things all the time that are subtle and important for us. And during the day, they don't get any airtime. But in the night, when our conscious mind goes to sleep, our ego, our reason, our logic also go to sleep. Our intuition is unchained, unscreened for intention. And it speaks to us in the only way it can, which is in the language of the unconscious. 
And that's where the stumbling block is with dream interpretation. People have no idea what their dreams mean. And when we don't understand things, we tend to fear them or dismiss them. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What about precognitive dreaming? Do you believe in precognitive dreaming? I do. I've okay. actually worked with neuroscientists researching this. It's actually a new trend in dream work. I mean, dream work has gone through many trends. It started actually being predictive when we go back to ancient times, biblical, you know, dreaming about the future. And then it went to being the work of the devil. And then it started to be psychological self-help tools, cathartic, threat rehearsal, all this kind of thing, understanding yourself better, which I still subscribe to very much. But now it's moving towards the dreams, actually, because in the dreamland, you don't have a sense of time and space. Yeah. And if our consciousness can exist independent of our brain and body, which there is some research to say it might, in dream space, you can transcend time. You can time travel to the past and you can also mentally time travel to the future. It's wildly exciting. So I do actually think I'm coming closer. This could be my age. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm coming closer to think that every dream has a precognitive element. And we've all had that. We've had a dream. And then a few days later, I've been here before. That's deja vu. Yeah. Deja reve, which is a dream remembered. Oh, that's nice. I always get deja vu. Yeah. I get it less the older I get. But I have this, this is, this is the one dream that has stuck out to me for 20 years. So I was very early, six, seven weeks pregnant with my first child. I had a dream that my grandfather, who had died about four years beforehand, said to me, why haven't you brought the baby to meet me? They were living in Spain. Why? And he was fuming. Why haven't you brought the baby to meet me? Why haven't you brought the baby to meet me? I said, I've just, I've just had him. I've just given birth. I can't get on a plane. And he said, I want to meet my great grandson. I woke up. I said to my husband, the baby's going to be a boy and his name's Max. And it was, so we never found out till he was born, whether he was a boy or a girl, but I have never he had a, a boy. He was Max. a boy called Max, but I have never had a clearer, and I've never, ever, ever forgotten it because I woke up with just the knowledge, the baby's a boy, his name's going to be Max. And that was it. That is the clear, calm voice of your intuition. When you have this certainty, that's why um, intuition is so different from wishful thinking and negativity, you know, thinking the worst, because when you have uh, wishful thinking or negativity, there are loads of thoughts in your head you're sort of in a limbo. But with intuition, you just have a clarity. Mm. You just know. And you don't know why yeah. you know. Mm. Yeah. And your dreaming mind, yeah, it was sensing the future there. It was introducing you to your unborn, the soul of your unborn son. And I love the way that it was done through an afterlife dream as well. Your grandfather kind of saying, look, reconnect with your past. Teach him about the past. Let him get to know me, the memory of me. Because, you know, they say people die twice when you when they die and then when you forget about them. Oh. So don't, for, don't let him know about me, who I am. There could be a message in my life on earth that's important to him. Oh, I love that. I've never thought about that yeah. since that dream, but I love that. Do your past loved ones, do they come and visit you in your dreams? Again, I've done research with scientists. These typically tend to be American scientists. They okay. tend to be much more out there and willing yeah. to go against traditional science, which is just what's seen and touched. Yeah. Right. And that, but there are a lot of scientists now researching consciousness. And that's that spark of life in us that may or may not survive bodily death. And what is consciousness? It's, you know, it's, energy, it's so fascinating. It? But if our consciousness could potentially survive bodily death, and I say potentially because I don't know, I, I believe it could be because I've studied near death experience reports, I've worked with scientists researching this. If it could survive bodily death, then yes, of course our departed loved ones could visit us in the dream state. And the reason they visit us in the dream state is it's the most safest and gentlest way to do it. Mm. Because it's quite, you know, the full-blown dramatic vision is quite alarming. Yes. And would terrify many of us. Yes. And so we're not ready for it. But I always say to people who are missing um, departed loved ones, have you dreamt of them? And I say, that's, that's a connection. Mm. Death ends a life, not a relationship. And that's what happens in the dream state. You can have amazing conversations with departed loved ones in your dreams. And you don't wake up thinking, oh, they've gone and no. feeling sad. You actually wake up feeling they're with me. Yes. They're in my heart. And they're all around me all the time. Yeah. They go on. Going oh, Titanic there. Oh, I, I totally love that. <laughs> 
Are there common dreams yes. that everybody has? I love it, actually, that there is a dreams chart, you know, that every year gets refreshed. There are the top 10 dreams. You know, they do massive dream surveys. I've taken part in many of them because many people write to me about their dreams. So I submit them to databases and scientists researching them. It's fascinating. And they change. Not really, no. actually. The top 10, or, sometimes the order changes. Okay. But the top 10 tend to be very similar. And usually at number one is falling. Yes. yes. That you're falling in your dream. And that is feeling unsupported. And of course, during the pandemic, the lockdowns, falling was the number one dream. Wow. So we all felt wow. so wow. Wow. so unsupported. And what the dream is trying to do is to cathartically release these emotions and help you in the dream state. It's mm. all your dreams. They really are your best friend. They're trying to help you. Isn't um, there also that thing, you know, when you're just on the cusp of falling asleep and you have that sensation you're plummeting? But isn't that a body? It's a mind body thing. That's a real thing. That's a real thing. Yeah. yeah the falling, you're falling, the falling. asleep. Yeah. You're literally yes. falling away. You're letting go of the material. And I would like people not to fear that sense of falling because a lot of people, we define ourselves by the material. Um, now, I've made it my life work to show that, yes, the material is important. It teaches us lessons, our relationships, our career, our stuff, um, who we mix with, what we do. However, there's an invisible part of us, our memories, our dreams, our intuition, our feelings and our thoughts. I believe that's the real, authentic you, our soul. Mm. So <laughs> our dreams are our soul talking to us every single night and showing us in the only way they can, as I said, they have this bizarre symbolic language. It's not literal, it's symbolic. You need to interpret yeah. uh, a dream as you would a poem. Yes. Go through it line by line, look at the metaphors, the pathetic fallacy, the figurative language. You know, if you remember your um, GC, GCSE or O level in my time, when they were, you were given a poem, go through it line by line. Yes. That's, a dream is a poem. Or if you are visual, a work of art. When you look at a work of art, an art critic will analyse the colour, analyse the scene, the symbolism. It's not just a picture, is it? It's all the layers of meaning that make a great work of art. Mm. And every night your dream is served, dreaming mind is serving you up a novel, a poem, a work of art. And it's no surprise that great novelists like Stephen King, you know, Mary Shelley, they got their inspiration from their dreams. Their novels often begin in the dream state. Yeah. You know, Frankenstein, which was the first sci-fi fantasy, was a dream. Yeah. She dreamt of it. And I always say to anyone who's got creative block, especially if you're a writer, just write down your last dream. It will fire up that part of your brain. Good to know. <laughs> That's yes. a great tip. It is. It unlocks, uh, unlocks your imagination and your ability to see beneath the surface of things and the deeper meanings just write down your last dream however mundane even if you're walking in you down the street in your dream mm. when you start writing it down you will find that that unlocks other memories and you think yeah. oh my goodness because you always go into a dream you know there's never a beginning or an end to a dream you just go into a scenario yes, yes. but writing down that scenario you will actually realize there were other dreams attached to that. yes always because we dream at least five or six times a night we just don't remember them yeah say and I want everybody, as a self-care practice... Oh, I love it. ...to pay attention to their dreams. And I'd love them, actually. We all do journaling as a way to get through, understand our feelings and our thoughts during the day. But I'd like, alongside that, you keep a dream journal. And then what you do, you look back and you can see how your dreaming mind is always like a vo voiceover. It's commenting poetically on you, helping you understand yourself better. And I also believe sensing your future, future mindsets that you're oh. going to experience. And it's it's a real wow moment when you see that. You think, oh, my goodness, last week I had this dream. This is playing out. And I want people to experience that because then you suddenly realize you're so much more powerful than you realize. It's awesome feeling. Oh I call God. it a precognitive hit when you get that. It's <gasps> like a light bulb moment, a moment of illumination. Nice. Yeah. What are the other very common dreams that most people have? Well, most people, unfortunately, because life is tough, yeah. have anxiety dreams. So most of the dreams are anxiety-related, yes. drowning, yep. out-of-control car, for example. Yes. You know, and that simply, vehicles and dreams are the direction in life. Nice. I like so that. So if the car's out of control, it yeah. shows, you know, get into the driver's seat, take control of that wheel and yep. get back on course. That's what it's saying. Dying, 
Mm. Wading through mud, drowning, mm. tsunamis, apocalypse, mm. zombies. Jesus. <laughs> They're nightmares. <laughs> what aren't about they? That nightmares are a transformative gift. I actually think don't fear nightmares because when your dreaming mind resorts to a nightmare, it's doing it for a specific reason. It's because it sends you gentler, subtler messages and you are not paying attention. So it knows the shock value of a tsunami in your dream. You're going to remember that and you're mm. going to reflect on mm. it. Because that's all your dreaming mind wants. It just wants you to reflect. All of our lives would benefit from more reflection. Mm. And that's what your dreaming mind wants you to do. So it sends you a nightmare sometimes. It just really shock you into, notice me. I have something important to say. And so if you are experiencing nightmares, anyone listening, please write them down. Don't fear them. Look beneath the surface because there is gold there. There is magic mm. in the tragic. There really is things that you can unpick there that will help you get over whatever is holding you back in your waking life. Mm. It's trying to help you move forward. Think of nightmares as an opportunity to grow and learn. Wow. And that Sorry. I used to have a common dream and then my daughter told me that she'd been having the same dream. I haven't had it for years of flying. I used to fly over my staircase in my old house. And then just before I was going to hit the wall, I would wake up. Love that dream. I want everybody to dream of flying because oh. it's one of the rare happy dreams of celebrations. And also when you're flying, you see the bigger picture of your life. You're actually in that observer role, which actually really helps us all. And we see that we are not our body. We are not our thoughts. We are feelings. We can observe them and choose them. Ooh. And when you're flying, you can actually see the bigger picture of your life and look down. I love that dream. It's an absolutely oh. beautiful dream. Oh. I wish more people had flying dreams. I really do. Oh, it's I also that. flying dreams are on the cusp of lucid dreaming. You know, we've all watched Inception. I and haven't. I haven't either. Oh, my goodness. Sorry. Okay, I'm going to leave Sorry. this. Is that our homework? I'm going to leave <laughs> this. <laughs> so we need to watch Nolan. the film Inception. Christopher Nolan, vivid, yeah. I know lucid I dreamer. Know yeah. Fantastic director. His, his movies are inspired by his dream life. And he wrote, well, he created Inception with Leonardo DiCaprio to show the power of lucid dreaming. Now, lucid dreaming is knowing you're dreaming when you're dreaming. <gasps> Why is that powerful? Because the dream state is your unconscious. And if you're into this manifesting self-help trend at the moment what your unconscious believes is what you attract mm -hmm. so if in the dream state you know if you encounter a monster but you know you're dreaming you can turn that monster into a butterfly it's very powerful and in the dream state you can also give that speech get that job meet that person have the confidence and then when you wake up your unconscious has been there done that in the yes. dream state giving you that self-belief mm. and when you have self-belief it kind of attracts yes. better things into your life. So that's why lucid dreaming is actually used actually for people dealing with uh, trauma, post-traumatic stress disorders and all sorts of things. Veterans, they've actually shown how teaching people who are suffering from extreme stress and trauma to go into a lucid, to, to wake up in their dreams mm. and rewrite the trauma, rewrite the nightmare mm. is very, it actually does help them heal from their traumas. Lucid dreaming is the most studied aspect of dreaming. Um, um, it's it's very, very well researched. There's a lot of science behind the power of lucid dreaming. Love that. So we're going to do this episode a little bit differently, Teresa. Would you stay with us? I'd love to. For the rest of the episode, which we've never done on no, Self-Care Club, never. have we? No, nope. um, And we're going to go through our weeks and we're going to talk about our dreams, yep. aren't we? And then perhaps you could sort of guide us in the right direction as to what they mean and how we can best use them for our own self-care. Oh, How's yeah, that's that very generous. I love that as well because dreams surprise you. They should tell you things about yourself you don't already know. That's the whole purpose of dreams. They don't keep you in your comfort zone. They want you right out of your comfort okay. zone. So thank you for that. Oh, thank <laughs> you for being here. I'm totally fascinated by this. Okay, here's how Miro works. See, it's amazing. What's everyone doing at David's desk? Ever since marketing started using Miro's collaborative online whiteboard, he thinks all our other teams should sign up. Why? He says Miro's making his meetings disappear. And if every team gets on it, that means even less meetings. They're using Miro for brainstorms, mind maps, customer research. So could we use Miro instead of having another hundred meetings for every round of feedback? Yep. You can comment, react to ideas, even leave a recording on the board. And what about presentations? There are Miro templates for that. 
how do you know so much about Miro? I've actually been using it all along. I just used a Miro board to plan the best vacation. Okay, I'm on board. See how Miro users save up to 80 hours every year by meeting less and doing more. Get on board at Miro.com with three boards free forever. That's M I R O.com. So, how did you feel going into the week, Lauren? I mean, I'm a, I just love dreams. And actually, do you my, dream a lot? I dream every single night. I remember my dreams every single morning. I always have. They're very, very, very lucid. And I, I, when I was in my 20s, I was always the person everyone came to and said, I dreamt this. What does it mean? And I always knew. I was so into it. I had dream dictionaries. I had everything. I, was, I also had dream dictionaries. Yeah, it was yeah. a big thing for me. So I, I love this week. I'm totally excited. Yeah, me and too. You? Me, it's exactly the same. I dream every single night, multiple dreams a night. Yep. Um, I don't always remember them. But sometimes they'll hit me like throughout the day. And I'm like, oh my God, that's what I dreamt. Or I'll see someone. And, it reminds and I think, oh, me. I dreamt about her last night. Do you, I like to ask Teresa this. Is it very common for people to dream the same thing over and over again? Yes. And why do they do that? I, I'll answer that in a minute. I just want to say both of you having dream recall yes. is a sign according to research there's a lot of research into this that regular dream recall is a sign of great emotional and psychological well-being it's really really good for your brain oh and i you know i don't want people to panic if they're not dream recalling right because we all go through periods in our life when we're stressed and the the material world has taken over Mm. and we've gone just too material but the way to get happiness in life is balance between what's invisible and what's visible you know what's unseen and what's real mm. so what it means if you're not dream recalling the material world the logic is just tipping too yep. much and you yep. need to just balance a bit so just try and gently encourage those dreams to come and then secondly recurring dreams a bit like nightmares they are a form of tough love they're your dreaming mind saying you're not getting this point i'm gonna serve it up again okay gently i love you yeah mm. yep. And if you carry on like this, ignoring me, you're going to get a whopping big nightmare soon. Interesting. (laughs) My my recurring dream is really dull. It's that I'm going into my history A-level and I have not done any um, studying for it. I didn't take history A-level. So a part of my mind is going, hang on, you're not, you haven't studied you haven't done your revision because you didn't take history A-level. But in my dream, I'm going into the exam hall to do that A-level, but I don't know anything. Uh, and that's the one I have over and over. Still now. Yeah, yeah, still now. I, yeah. I, I love that. If I may, may just, just offer some suggestions, because the best dream interpreter is always you. Yeah. Because it's personal symbolism before sure. collective and universal that means the most. But the fact that it's history in a subject you've not done, obviously in the nature of your work, you're talking to a lot no, of exactly, people yes. who are experts in fields that you maybe feel not so confident about yeah and that's what that dream is is showing you but it's also a classic uh, dream that very successful people have or driven people have because in your waking life you don't want to allow yourself to experience being unprepared mm. you won't go there but your dreaming mind knows that actually mistakes and failure are important for your personal growth and that feeling of being out of your depth is important so you <laughs> won't do it in your waking life so your dreaming mind says i'm going to take you there in the dream state so that you feel that anxiety of not being prepared, not being yeah. good enough. Yeah. You need to feel that because it's important for your personal growth. Okay. So, Lauren, <laughs> you, you have just hit the nail on the head, Teresa. It's so her. Isn't that you? Yeah, very me. Very me. See, so dream yeah. mind's trying to help you, saying, look, you, and also if you do mess up in waking life, it's okay. The road to success is paved with failure as long as they're new mistakes you make, not the same mistake okay. over and over again. I love that. Okay, who's going first? Do you want I'll, to go first? I'll go first. Okay, yeah. shall I play a voice note? Uh, hold on. Yes. Okay, you'll okay. need your headphones on for this. Okay. Okay, this is a weird one. Sometimes I think I'm a little bit psychic in dreams. Um, I dreamt that a girl who lives in my community, who's not remotely in my life, if I see her on the street, we say hello. We might even extend to how are the kids, but rarely. Um, And she's lovely. I had a dream about her. So a really random person who just happens to live around where I live. I dreamt that she's my age. I dreamt that she had a newborn baby. And she's got two older boys. She had a newborn baby. And I bumped into her in a restaurant. It wasn't in England, 
and she was sat next to me and she was crying because she had this baby and she wasn't coping and it didn't feel like the father was on the scene. And I basically told her how well she was, how well she was doing. And then um, we had a whole conversation about motherhood and whatever, and we left. And her mum, who is no longer alive, but she often posts about her mum and writes beautiful posts about how much she misses her mum, and her mum died quite a few years ago. Um, her mum was sat in the car with her newborn baby. She'd given her mum the newborn baby. And she said something like, don't worry, darling, I've got her. And she then said, Nicole, how lovely to see you. And then she drove off. And I do feel like that is a little bit of some sort of premonition or vision of something because it was too random for it not to mean anything. So this dream, this is all the dream. The yes. mother in the car. So it wasn't, you didn't meet, actually meet her because it was quite hard to tell in what was a dream and what was reality. That was, all, that. that was all the dream. That was all the dream. And, but you haven't had a conversation with this woman. You just say hi and bye. You know, I, I mean, I have over yeah. the years, but yeah. this is not someone I see on the regular. No. There's something about this woman that symbolises something to you that you need to find out. And I do encourage people, actually, as long as you feel safe doing so and, you know, you're not going to cross boundaries and if the person isn't interested, don't go it further. But if you dream about someone, I think your dreaming mind wants you to talk to her. So I do think that, you sh- you know, you should do that. But as I say, anyone listening, I don't want you to do that if you dream of dangerous people or whatever. Be safe always. I have to be very careful with this. Mm. But when a random person pops into your life, because it's different when you dream about family and people you work with, like yes. if you dreamt of each other, it would be totally different. But when it's someone who's not really in your orbit, it's your dreaming mind saying there's some... You yep. need to talk to her about yep. something. Maybe there's something. She may be in pain. She may have something to say. Or whatever. But if she doesn't want to communicate, let it go. But I think you said you're psychic and the precognitive element in dreams. It's really important when you dream with someone to actually just reach out and say hi. Mm. Don't, so, don't so tell I, them you dreamt about them. So I sat on it. Yeah. And I didn't do anything. And then last night, um, and I probably had this dream on Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then last night was Sunday. She put a post up about her mum saying it'd been 15 years. Yesterday was the 15-year anniversary of her death. And I thought, oh, my God, I just absolutely have to reach out to this woman. Yeah. So I did. Oh, that's nice. So I Facebooked her and I said, look, this is going to be really random, um, but I've just seen your gorgeous post about your lovely mum. And I told her about the dream. And she wrote straight back and she said, oh, my God, this is so amazing. Thank you so much. Um... And she said that her, and I I said about the newborn baby and sort of went through the dream. And she said that she got pregnant about four weeks after her mother passed. Mm. So with her eldest son. So it's her eldest son's birthday coming up and obviously um, the anniversary of her death. So it's all all in line Mm. with it. And I said to her, look, it was definitely your mum because I've just gone back and looked at old photos on your Facebook to check that it was her. I said, and it was definitely her and I could feel the energy of her. But she was telling you that the the newborn baby was okay. And she said, I really feel like that was my mum just telling me that, you know, I'm doing a great job with my kids. And You were being a dream medium in some ways without realising it. You were being a dream medium and you've probably brought her a great deal of comfort. I hope so. A great deal of comfort. And also yourself. Because you know you've tapped into something extraordinary there, something invisible. And it's also, I can see that it's made you tingle a bit, thinking how did this happen? And that's the wonder of dreams, that sometimes these connections can happen. It's absolutely mesmerising and beautiful. Mm -hmm. And that you've brought some healing to her. She said it had really made her smile. And last week she was feeling very heavy about her mum. And... um, And she said, I couldn't sleep. I had this very heavy chest. And then she said, I just felt my mum everywhere. And then suddenly the weight kind of lifted. So she's like, she's definitely feeling her around a lot at the moment. Aren't you so pleased that you got in touch with her now? So 
pleased yeah. that I did. And That's I would so ne- nice. Yeah. And it was only on the back that because she'd posted about it and I thought, oh my God, it's too yeah. it's too aligned. There's yeah. your proof. Yeah. There is proof. You yeah. know, and the scientists will say, well, it's anecdotal. That's that's why I say anyone who's doing dream work seriously, you need to log it with date and time. It's no point saying in hindsight. Yeah. And this is why this is really good because you've 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 recorded it. Yes. Yes. It actually happened. It was real. Um, so that it can move to data, because that's how scientists mm, yes, would study yes. this. And I'm telling you, what you um, described there, th- there's so much data out there that this happens more times. It's, yeah, it's way sure. above chance. Mm, mm. It's way above Of course above it chance. is. And also the other beautiful part of it is that she's not a stranger. She is a woman that I know. But I've also built a very safe, meaningful connection yeah. with someone who's not even in my life. So the next time I see her, I would imagine... We'll be giving each other a very big hug. And that yeah. is also very special, isn't That's it? That's really nice. It's an invisible yeah. bond. It's it's oh it's it, it it's it's what I devote my life to. It's just mm. I and honestly I've heard so many of of stories and I won't say they're similar because they're all so different and extraordinary in their own way, but it is more common than people realise. Indeed, I think it's the norm now, not the exception. Yeah. You know, having a hunch that comes true, a dream that comes mm. true. Mm an afterlife dream a psychic dream like you had there's more there is a growing body of research to show now that this is a normal part of human experience not the exception as we were led to believe we used to put people on pedestals like mediums or psychics i mean i i have my ideas about them people making money of this i think it's a, a quality we all have and dream work is the uh, is the door it's like it, a gateway. It yeah. is. It's the it's the yeah. opening mm. because once you start taking your dream work seriously, recording your dreams, it does take you have to journal, do it. And also, you know, dreams are like a series. There's no point just getting hung up on one dream. You need to tune in night after night because mm. dreams never stop. They're just like an ongoing mm. Netflix <laughs> drama. Yeah. And 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 you know, you need to keep doing that. But once you start tuning into, into that, you will find in your waking life that you have an ability to see beneath the surface as well. Mm. And you start seeing the hidden motivations or sensing atmospheres better mm. but start with dream work it's okay. it's your inner medium your inner psychic i Lovely. love it can i play your next voice note? i mean you can just call me joseph in the technicolor dream coat it's totally fine <laughs> that'll be my new title okay joseph. i'll sing it you yeah not now i was gonna bring my big multicolored oh, scarf i wish I you had so oh, i had so many weird dreams last night the first one was that I was holding on, I was trying to get on board a plane and I couldn't find the way into the plane and everyone was boarding the plane, but I couldn't find the way in. And I was screaming, Adam, Adam, because he was like organising people getting on the plane and he's in events, so he organises a lot of things. And the plane started to take off and I just had to sort of hold on to this hoop that was attached to the wing (laughs) and... I was screaming and screaming his name, Adam, Adam, Adam. And the plane basically started to take off whilst I was not in the plane and holding onto this wing. It was terrifying. And then I woke up and needed the loo and he was snoring really loudly and as if that was anything to do with it. And Adam's your husband. Adam's my husband. Okay. Yeah. I know okay. what the hoop was. I know what it was. What's the hoop? It's like pink. You know, when she does a concert and she's up in the air on the hoop. Yeah. I think it's that. <laughs> I think you were thinking about that. Because well, I identify no, as a trapeze No, because you love pink. And you always love pink. Right. I think it was that was the image. When I thought of that, that's immediately what I thought of. That <laughs> bit of it. Maybe. I wasn't well, doing the trapeze, though. Well, this dream is is glorious. Again, you know, um, missing a train or a plane or whatever is, is actually a common dream scenario. But I love this because it suggests that, you know, you're feeling that you need to be on trend. That's what I guess. Oh, it's okay. like it's always wanting to be on trend and feeling you're not. But what your dreaming mind wants you to do is because you're hanging on to that plane is say, go and charter <laughs> your own. What it wants you to do in a way is to wake up in that dream and charter your own plane and drive your own way, not hang on. To what nice. you feel is on trend mm. or what you feel you need to do. And and your husband may be you know, encouraging you to go in a direction that maybe you feel isn't quite where you want to be. So Like listen- the bin storage, when he wanted his way with the bin storage. <laughs> it might have been like that and you wanted something else. No, you know what happened last week. What? Don't you? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, you're a genius. <laughs> last week, when we had that whole self-care day, 
Yes. And I put it on Instagram. Oh, yes! I put, we, we went out for this very indulgent day. It was Lauren's birthday. We went to our favourite jewellers. We had a gorgeous lunch out. We yeah. ordered champagne yeah. at lunch. I mean, it was glorious this yeah. day. And we put it on social media. We just um, posted it on our stories on Instagram. And my husband said, you shouldn't be doing that. I don't mm. think you should post it. By all means, do it, uh-uh. but maybe don't post it because it might rub people up the wrong way. So then I then put a post up apologising. For the whole day. Yeah. So sorry, I we was did quite, this. Well, I, mean, I didn't say I'm sorry. I didn't say I'm sorry. I just, I just said, oh, look, it was very decadent and it was a one-off and I was, it had an apologetic tone. And the response that we got back from our followers was just divine. Please don't apologise. You enjoy it. You both work hard. It yeah. encourages us to do the same. Gorgeous. Totally supportive. Yeah. And I said to my husband afterwards, by the way, you got that wrong. You read it wrong. Yeah. It was yeah. the wrong message. People love to see people enjoying themselves. Yeah. yeah. You know, they really do. They really did enjoy it. And there will be always be a few miserable people who don't like that, but that says more about them. Totally. That's uh, totally what it was about. That that was the dream. Was this before it happened or after? After. I think it was after. It was after. It was just helping you sort of understand it and say, well, moving forward, you're going to have this situation again. I'm going to trust my own instincts. Because it's precognitive. You're going to be in that situation again when you want to post something, you want to interview someone, you want to do something, you want to travel somewhere, speak to someone, and you're going to get people that you care about saying, oh, no, not you, don't do that. And next time it happens... Charter your own plane, babes. Yes. (laughs) I love it. Charter your own plane. Charter yeah. your own plane. Yeah, that's what that's I'm all that get that on a t-shirt. But what it's saying, it's sense that this will happen. This is going to happen again in the near future. That you're going to get a similar. Oh yeah, feeling it will. <laughs> it will. I, I have to do something. I want to do something. You do it, and then you're going to regret okay, it. Because, I love this. Not because of what you regret it, but because somebody says something like, "You shouldn't have done that." Oh no, was that a good idea? But it will be after the event, and you're going to be in that same Groundhog Day feeling you had before Mm. but as you've been there before and you know your dream doesn't want you hanging on a hoop anymore it wants you sitting comfortably preferably piloting your own preferably in business class yeah yes (laughs) piloting my own bloody plane yeah yes don't hang on by a hoop anymore please thank you (laughs) have you got another voice no that's it okay so that's my i mean i'm loving that you're loving that. mine is much less uh deep (laughs) you don't know oh i don't know that yet okay ready okay so I woke up about four minutes ago. I thought I didn't dream anything. I thought, nah, I always dream something. Anyway, I just lay completely still. And it came back to me in a flash. And I dreamt that I was in a play, performing in a play with James Norton. You know, the guy who plays Tommy Lee Royce in Happy Valley. You wish. Oh, my God, he's so hot. Anyway. I couldn't really remember a lot of the lines Funny in that. the second act. Wait so I sort it. of had the script next to me, but also I knew that in quite a lot of the second act, we were snogging. <laughs> so I was just in the play, performing the play, but also smiling, but trying not to smile too much in front of the audience. But I was secretly so happy <laughs> I got to snog James Norton in the play. <laughs> And that was my dream. I was so happy. Who doesn't want to snog James Norton? I was Norton? so happy. I'm like <laughs> trying not to smirk in the middle of this pen. Like, don't really know the lines, but I don't really care. <laughs> this is amazing. Because well, it, I, I've been watching a lot of Happy Valley and I kept saying to my husband every episode, oh my God, he's so hot. And then we also went to see a play a few nights ago. So I think the whole thing just combined into that absolutely. dream. Absolutely. Yeah. But let's look at James Norton, what he symbolises. I mean, he is... Very evil. Yeah, he's oh, very evil. good looking. But what he is, he's he's your shadow. Oh, right. And you, the part of you that ha- is capable of dark deeds. Oh, dark deeds. And evil. I don't know. I am. No, you are. You can be quite dark. No, though. no, no. There is a part of you oh. that is. Okay. It's within us all. There's night and there's day. Mm. Right. Mm. So within us all. There is that. So what he's symbolising actually is that you have got a very healthy psychological relationship with your shadow. Oh, I do, I do. Yeah, with your shadow. That you kind of befriend (laughs) it, laugh at it. I do. And understand it and snog it. Oh, okay. I think that's true. Yeah, you snog it because that's what your shadow, all the shadow wants. People allow their shadows to take over their life. They fear it, they repress it. But 
dream work can help you through nightmares and through scenarios like this understand that your shadow all it ever wants is to be understood acknowledged not repressed Mm -hmm. and then actually loved because it's part of you so carry on this is a Beaut- keep on dreaming okay. about James Norton in various scenarios. I hope scenarios. I do carry on dreaming about James Norton. I'd be <laughs> so happy about He's it. your relationship with your shadow side. Love it. Okay. He's also really hot. Really yes. hot. <laughs> Are you going to have him on here? I wish. I'm sure he would. Okay, let's go for that. I self-care. Should, I mean, I don't know what the angle will be, but who men. cares? Self-care with hot men. Uh, yeah. That's, we'll that's just go with that. You can Looking do at the, hot men. one about the shadow side of life. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, listen, we'll get in touch with the agent. The most dreamt about says. man in, in the UK, the, you know. Okay, well, let's go with that angle. Here we go. Next one. <laughs> so the dream is I'm wearing some bracelets. I don't know where they came from. And an old boyfriend of mine reappeared. I don't know if we were, like, together or he'd come back. But he basically had, like, come back into my life. And he took off my bracelets and then handed me this new lot of bracelets. There were, like, five of them. And just kind of put them on my wrist. And it was it was with this sort of air of... Um, possession and sort of like a surety about it and there was this like mutual agreement between us that the bracelets meant something I don't know that was the dream brilliant. that was the dream brilliant it's something from your past that you are re-experiencing in the present so when you were with your ex there was a lesson you learned or have yet to learn from that There's unfinished business there, not necessarily with him, but with you psychologically, that there's something that you're in danger of repeating in your present life. Something happened back then that you needed to learn from, Mm. right? The lessons from the past are reappearing. You're being tested again in a similar way. Nicole gave me a bracelet for my birthday, so I thought that was why I was thinking about bracelets. A bracelet is an ornament, um, an accessory, um, something to make you feel good and to touch and to hold. So you need to think about that, that there's something about how you're presenting yourself or (laughs) how you make yourself feel valued that is deeply rooted in this relationship with your ex. As I say, it's not about him. Please don't think mm. that you want to go mm-hmm. back. Dreaming about exes is very, very common. It's mm. not about wanting to go back, but it, you need to learn the lesson from that relationship. Mm. Only you know that. Dreams are personal. Nice. What did he teach you that gave you wisdom, right? What there must, Every relationship we have teaches us something, even ones that we think are trivial. We learn things from other people mm. or our mirrors or our teachers. Mm. So what did he, what did he teach you? What did you learn? Did you learn from it? And is the same scenario in some area of your life, it could be a relationship or with any area of your life, you need to apply the lessons you learnt or didn't learn Mm -hmm. and get it right this time. Okay. Was it the ex that was really awful to you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, don't let anyone treat you like that ever again. They don't. Or feel (laughs) that you can change them through being nice because people are... People when they show, show you who they are. Believe yeah, them. Yeah, I do. So okay. in your life, you will may well encounter someone in the future who mm. maybe triggers that same feeling mm. of, do I, you know, why are they treating me this way? Immediately learn from the past and mm. don't go there again. Love that. Don't let her, Nicole. She doesn't let me. <laughs> I would never let her. She doesn't let me. Never. <laughs> don't let anyone treat I don't her even her. let her say horrible things about herself. No, she doesn't. No. Okay, definitely a sex dream, although there wasn't actual sex. It's a shame. There was more preliminary stuff. And I could not see his face because (laughs) I was behind him. (laughs) I don't know if it was my husband or if it was someone else. I think it was my husband. I'm pretty sure it was, actually. It was very, like... It was very sensual. These are like, these sorts of dreams happen a lot. Just just putting it out there. Just to clarify, I have a lot of sex dreams. Good. I would say maybe 
twice a week. Oh, I ha- I do. I, mean, I have a lot of a sex lot. dreams. Often they're with my husband. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes I've no idea who it is. Sometimes I do know who it is. But they are very real. What is that? Oh. Lots of people must have that dream. Oh, yes. because um, have sex dreams. Do you? Yeah. Having okay. sex and cheating dreams is incredibly Oh, I'm not common. cheating. Like, in the what? dream, I'm not cheating on him. I'm just with that person. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> There's no, like, secret infidelity. It's just whoever it is in the dream is the person that I'm with in my real life. Well, erotic dreams are incredibly common. I thought they would because be. Because we are curious beings. Mm-hmm. And in our waking life, we don't want to upset people and hurt people we love. So in the dream state, we're allowed to go wild. We can do anyone, <laughs> you know, and, and that's why it's very common. It's actually a safety mechanism. However, I hate to disappoint you. You're not actually having sex with other people in your dream. You're having sex with aspects of yourself you need to understand better. Mm. So it's not really about sex at all. It's about psychological growth and areas of your personality that you need to get up close and personal with. Now, oh. the stranger, you, you can't see the face of this person. So there's an aspect. It was my husband. When, the more I thought about it, the more I was sure it was him. But that the, the husband. I felt it was him. Yeah. It's symbolizing maybe the assertive. Uh, you know, let's look for traditional male qualities in, the, in a partner, you know, that we, we, we look at. The more assertive, maybe, you know, in control. You know, these traditional, you know, it's not true necessarily anymore. But that's what you need to get more integrated into you what he offers you you need to give to yourself that's what it is and if it's a stranger it's it's discovering aspects of yourself that you haven't yet unleashed that you haven't yet connected to so you really uh, don't worry about cheating dreams you're not really Mm. dreaming about that person no i never worry about it's what they send Excuse me. They're always so ridiculous. I never worry. Like James Norton. Like James Norton, exactly. What they symbolise to you. So basically, free association. When somebody, you're having sex with someone in a dream, someone actually maybe you're not even attracted to, Mm. what's the first word that comes into your mind when you think of that person? And then that is what you need to incorporate into your personality. So, James Norton, first word. Well, hot. Hot. Well. Tap into your own inner hotness. That's okay. what it's saying. Become hot. Did you say the same thing? <laughs> Did we say it at the same time? I said hot, but he is really it's hot. Just, hot. just become hot. Say he's such a talented actor. No Maybe one's like, listen. No one's saying he's not a no, talented I mean, actor. No, but if someone, you know, I think he'd be really offended if the first word that we think of when we think of him is hot. But is it the characters he plays? The characters. No, I've never seen him do anything apart from Happy Valley where he's revo- like revolting, a, a revolting he's monster. He's somebody without empathy. Yeah, and who's who's all about serving his own needs. So again, your dreamy mind's saying maybe you need to be less less thinking about other people all the time mm. and more about yourself. You know. Very interesting. Also true. Okay. I'm on some sort of uh, school trip. I don't know if I'm at school still, but I'm an adult. And we're all going horse riding. And I'm only wearing a swimsuit. And it's really hot. And my skin's burning. And I don't have any sun cream, so I'm asking to borrow sun cream. And someone's helping me put on sun cream. (laughs) That was the first part. And then the second part was something to do with rescue dogs, something to do with a golden retriever. And then at the end, there was definitely a Jack Russell with wings. That a Jack it. Russell with wings. Yeah. Sublime with childhood dreams. We often, again, top 10 dreams going back to your childhood, going back to school. Because, you know, when you're back at school and being tested, it's like almost like your first job. This actually, I think, is to do with your podcasting your career right now I think this this dream is about that in that you're doing extreme things like going horse riding in a in a but in a kind of back to front way with a with some you know in a swimsuit yeah yeah (laughs) it's really and and feeling comfortable with doing things topsy-turvy back to front and it's saying it's okay and I love the fact that the dogs come in because dogs are loyalty and unconditional love and you know I know you're both dog lovers yeah you, you are both yes we are. I saw a doggy here it was just heaven isn't it um so you know the fact that the dogs appeared in a dream is saying it's gonna be okay that if things feel like crazy just just love it 
What's the sunburn? That was the, the weird sunburn bit. is like Icarus getting maybe too, too close. You're worried to the you're going to get too close <gasps> to the sun, but if you, long as you bring your sun cream and oh my god, I just got shivers all the way down me. You know, if you, fly, you I think you're worried that. that you may I do be, worry about that. Sometimes worries about shining too bright. I oh, do. This is like, and also, I didn't have my own sun cream. I had to ask someone. I don't know who it was to help me put on sun cream. Yeah, but you cream. don't. You can put your own, own sun cream on. This is what it's saying. It's it's fear of shining. Oh you my know, God, it's that's we, exactly it's, what it was. <laughs> I love you. This is the best. <laughs> it is fear of shining, but your dream of mind saying, don't, you know, don't. The doggy's there reassuring you, right? You've got to be your own loyal protector and it's okay to shine. I mean, a lot of us, you know, I struggle with this too. And I think it's something, in, sadly, in a lot of women that being successful, we're worried that other people won't like us anymore. And your dreaming mind is always especially with women trying to say no just Im- and, and if people don't like you because you shine why you're shining why have you got them in your life because people truly love you like your doggy won't mind if you shine in fact they will be happy for you and people who can't be happy for you ditch them oh i mean this has been enlightening hasn't it <laughs> hasn't it have you loved this week? I've loved this oh. week. Yeah, it's been great. Should we go to summary? Yes. What worked? Well, I don't think I would have got anywhere near as close to understanding what any of those were about without Teresa. No, definitely like in not. a million years. I'll tell you what worked. Teresa, you yeah. were. Yeah. Oh, no, but um, what I want to empower everybody to, to become their own dream decoder. All you need to do is the first word that comes to your mind when a dream symbol's there. And then, like interpreting a poem or a novel or work of art, what's the association? The meaning of your dream is not in the symbol, but in the association. Okay. That simple dream hack will help you time and time again. And if you don't understand one dream, forget about it. You're going to dream again the next night. Remember, your dreams are a series. They're like mm. Happy Valley. They have several seasons. They've mm. run and run. <laughs> so it's like a story. Yes. It's unfolding. Story of you. You're talking to yourself. Your your intuition, your higher self, if you want to call it that, your soul, if you're spiritual, or the part of you that may survive bodily death, is actually trying to help you all the time you have an inner therapist an inner psychic working on your behalf every night don't be frightened of it if it serves you up vampires or awful scenarios of loved ones dying or anything that you it will serve up your greatest fears but to help you deal with them because if you can face your greatest fears then in waking life you've been yeah. there you've done that you've had the dress rehearsal the worst has happened like with you with your not being prepared dreams you've done it all in a dream in your waking life, you've been there, done that, you can go on with confidence. So every dream should uplift you. And if a dream interpretation drags you down, this is really important, if it drags you down and doesn't make you feel better about yourself, it is the incorrect interpretation. Oh, okay. It must uplift you. It must give you that, I get it now. Okay. And if you're not getting that from your dream interpretation, try again the next night. You're not getting it right the right dream interpretation lifts you up. Your dreaming mind is your higher self. It wants the best. Okay. Oh, that's really helpful. Oh, that's really mm. helpful. Mm. Okay. I am just obsessed with this. Okay. I've always been obsessed with this. Now I feel like re-obsessed. Yes. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Same. Okay. Well, the big question. Yeah. Is it coming in the club? Of course it's coming. Do in you want club. to come to our club? I'd love to. Yeah. So okay. I'm just going to tell you, it is imaginary, <laughs> but... I'll go in our dreams. You can, we can dream about we'll it. Meet, actually, people meeting each other in dreams, have dream sharing is something that happens as well. That, I mean, the dreaming mind... Dream is, sharing, where yeah. you dream the same thing. Well, two people, especially <gasps> people who are close, that they will have a dream. Do you dream about me? Uh, I dream about you all the time. Aww. All the time. Are we married? No, we're just like, it's. I'm, I dream I'm on the phone to you or we're just doing like our normal thing. I don't think I do dream about I, you. I do dream about you. I will now. Yeah, you will now. <laughs> I will now. But it's not her, it's what she symbolises, which is excitement, work, companionship, all mm. that. Mm. And it's not actually, sorry, Nicole, it's not actually you. It's what you symbolise to Lauren. Mm. I just don't symbolise anything to you. <laughs> you will. There we go. You will. <laughs> I'm just not in your dream, not in your psyche. 
Not in your not even in your subconscious. I'm not even going there with this conversation. Well, you don't have to be because she... how can you? I've got over time for you to be in my subconscious because you're, you're always my in my every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm either on the phone to you, WhatsApping you. I've now got a dream about yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Teresa, this has been yeah. so wonderful for people listening and want to hear more about your work and read your books. Where can they get hold of you? Oh, www.theresachung.com and my Dream Dictionary A to Z is my most well-known work published by HarperCollins. But my latest title, Empower Your Inner Psychic, talks about dreams, but so much more about the inner world. It's on my bedside table right now. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming. This has been wondrous. Uh, All of Teresa's links will be in our show notes if you're scrambling around because you didn't quite catch that. So just scroll down and it will be there. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening to be in touch you can email us hello at the selfcareclub.co.uk come find us on our socials all the links are in the show notes like I just said before we will be back on Friday with more about dreams and we're going to hear from you guys about what you dream about how you find your dreams and we will speak to you then bye bye